I want to be in your pocket. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. Go to the Apple App Store or Google Play and download the Vitruvian Lab app. This is the only app you need to improve always in all ways. Check out the Vitruvian Library, full of scientific research on health, wellness, and other great stuff. Check out my library of courses, including Massively Transformative Habits. Take the free mindset assessment. Also, shortly, I will include weekly guided training videos geared towards fitness to help you extend health span. I will be constantly updating the app with new features and courses geared towards helping you develop the absolute best version of yourself. Don't wait. Go right now. No, seriously, go and download the Vitruvian Lab app and start improving always in all ways. Now, enjoy this amazing episode of The Jason Wright Show. Hey folks, this is Jason. This is the Jason Rice Show, where the mission is to improve always in all ways. Let's go. Howdy, howdy. All right, so I want to talk to you about one of my favorite topics today, and that's this, the hero's journey. Now, and for those of you who have probably heard of the hero's journey but don't know exactly what it is, it's essentially the format that every great story from Star Wars to Forrest Gump to the Shawshank Redemption to The Godfather, there's always a hero's journey sometime, and it goes all the way back to Homer's Odyssey. And here's why these stories always work. It's because essentially each and every one of us, we are on our own hero's journey. So here's an actual description put forth by Joseph Campbell, the author of The Hero with a Thousand Faces of what the hero's journey is. It's this, a hero ventures forth from the world of common day into a region of supernatural wonder. Fabulous forces are there encountered, and a decisive victory is won. The hero comes back from this mysterious adventure with the power to bestow boons on his fellow man. So here's my question. Let's just take this at a more macro level. The things that you believe, the things that I believe, the lives that we live, and the reflection that that life puts back on us, has a great deal to do with the story that we are telling ourselves. Every single one of us have a story about who we are and why we are. And we live that out each and every day. So my question for you is this. In your own personal story, what role are you playing? Are you the hero? Or are you the best friend? Maybe you're the victim. The cool thing is, you get to write the story. You get to determine the character that you play. You know, 
There's a famous story about Sylvester Stallone whenever he had written the movie Rocky. He was broke, down and out. It said that he, um, and actually he, he actually confirmed this in an interview back in the early 80s, that he had to sell his dog to eat. He had to pawn his dog to continue eating and to continue working, continue shopping the screenplay for Rocky. And finally, finally, at his wit's end, he goes to a studio and they offer to purchase the screenplay for Rocky for $360,000. Now, this is in the 70s. The movie came out in 77, so this is probably around 75 or so. So $360,000, that's a lot of money now. It was a lot of money back then. But there was a caveat. Sylvester Stallone would not be able to play the lead role of Rocky. And he refused. He refused to sell the script. Either he played Rocky or there was no deal. Eventually, the movie got made. It got bought. And he played Rocky. Now, here's the cool thing about that. We know the story of Rocky. We can see his hero's journey. He goes into this incredibly unknown world of having to fight the heavyweight champion of the world. He was a bum. He was a lone shark, you know, um, hit mankind. He didn't kill people, but he was the guy that would break your arm if you didn't pay this low-level boss, right? That's what he was, and he boxed. He was a washed-up boxer. You know, Mick was... Frustrated with him because he never did reach his talent. He was emptying spit buckets whenever, in fact, he should have been training and becoming a a much better boxer and reaching his potential. Mick was all frustrated. But finally, he answers the call and decides, after a ton of consternation, after overcoming his own beliefs, the story that he had told himself, that he was a bum, he was stupid, he was uneducated, that he was incapable, that guys like him did not become heavyweight champions of the world, and they certainly were not worthy of getting in the ring with the heavyweight champion of the world, like uh, the heavyweight champion of the world, like Apollo Creed. They were, he just was in no way near ready or, or worthy of that. <clears throat> The story that Rocky Balboa had told himself was that he was not worthy. But then finally, he decided to step over in his hero's journey, that realm of the unknown, that what if, what if I do jump into the ring? What if I do fight the heavyweight champion of the world? Well, you know the story. But the better story to me is the backstory. That Sylvester Stallone was willing to go into the unknown of saying no. What if I do say no? And I go into the this and I, and I go into this world of this unknown of starving and maybe never making it and holding to my principles and holding to my dream of playing this role that I believe that no one can play but me. That, to me, is heroic. heroic. And then what did he do? He came back a changed man. This obscure, unknown, first-generation Italian immigrant actor went from obscurity to one of the most celebrated, well-known movie stars in the entire world. Now look, as it relates to your life and my life, It might not be quite so grandiose that we go on this hero's journey that 
lands us an Academy Award or anything like that. But it might be something like this. Maybe our hero's journey is us stepping back and deciding to cross into this unknown realm of forgiveness. What if we decide the hero of this story is someone who gives forgiveness? And then, and only then, can we come out changed, transformed, and able to help others understand what it's like to be a hero who forgives. What journey are you on and what role are you going to play in your life? I remember one time when I was going through an incredibly difficult situation. I had been wronged immensely. I mean, I had been betrayed in a way that most people, including myself at times, thought that I was going to completely crumble under the weight of it. I was talking to my counselor one time and and she she said, you know, you have a hero's complex. I'm like, what? It's a hero's complex. She said, you see yourself as the hero in every situation. It's your job to save everyone. I'd never heard anything like that and I didn't think of myself that way at all. But after I left, I did think about it and I thought about the situation that I was in, what I'd been through, what had been done to me by this a number of people, as was the case in this deal. And I thought, you know, this is just a story that's being, my life is a story being written and I get to decide. Now, society tells you how the ending should go. Society tells you what the scene should look like whenever you're betrayed or whenever something happens. You know, the the life will tell you, okay, here's how this cookie cutter scene goes in this movie. You don't forgive, you quit, you blow up, you get revenge. That's what, a lot of the world's screenwriters would would write for you. But like Sylvester Stallone, you had the decision to go, yeah, no, mm -mm, that's not how this story is going to go down. I'm the lead character. I'm writing this story. And here's what I get to say. This hero does. This hero is going to forgive. I have no idea where it's going to lead. I have no idea what it's going to feel like. But that's the threshold I'm crossing into. What story have you been telling yourself? Are you telling yourself the first part of Rocky that you're unworthy, you're not good enough, you, you would never even attempt to ask that person to go out with you or to marry you, you would never even think about pursuing that career, that job. You would never even think about going to that school. You would never even consider trying to play the guitar because you're not worthy. You're not good enough. That's not who you are. That's the story that you've been telling yourself. Well, let me ask you this. Why don't you do this? Why don't you decide to rip that script out of the typewriter, delete it from the computer, get rid of it, and start writing the story. The one like Sylvester Stallone wrote where it's either I'm the hero of this story or there is no story. Because the real Sylvester Stallone 
had realized he was worthy of playing this role. He had written this role. He had written this role from his heart, from his blood, from his sweat, from his experiences. He knew this role better than anyone, just like you know you better than anyone. And he was not going to accept the story that was trying to be hoisted upon him was, hey, great great screenplay slide, but you're not the guy for this role. He did not buy into that story. And it's for that reason that he was able to so accurately and passionately write with such meaning the story of Rocky Balboa, who finally realized he did not have intelligence. He had been living and born into horrible circumstances. But he could, in fact, cross that threshold and start to write another story, the story in which he became the heavyweight champion of the world. My encouragement for you today is to do this. Sit down and write out the story that you've been believing about yourself. And like they do so often in Hollywood, give that sucker a rewrite. Rewrite the story. Don't believe. You know, look, here's one thing. I'm going to leave you with another quick personal example. There were a lot of people in my life whenever I was growing up that basically convinced me that I was significantly less than. They questioned my genuineness, my kindness. They thrust, they projected a bunch of beliefs upon me that after a while, I believed them. And so therefore, whenever I would meet anyone, I would always start in this position of feeling that I was behind the eight ball because I had to prove to everyone. Essentially what would happen is if you were to meet me for the first time, I would want so badly for you to know I'm a good and decent person, that I'm not a bad person that's just nice because I want something from you or I'm trying to convince you of something. I'm trying to sell you something. There were um, there were people that um, were a part of my childhood that used to refer to me as a con artist constantly. I had a I had a personality. I liked I liked for people to like me. I liked to make people laugh. And as a result, and I tried to relate to people. That's one of the things I've always tried to do is I've tried to relate to people, to understand them better and create connections. And these folks weren't really uh, understanding of that. And so they just thought that it was all part of um, me just trying to con people into getting what I wanted. And so I believed that for a lot of years and had a, some uh, some folks whenever I was growing up, they would always, they would talk about people that liked me and they would always preface the, <laughs> preface it with, I don't know why, but so-and-so thinks you are so great. I don't know why, but so-and-so loves you. And so for, as, a, as an adult, I grew up thinking if someone acted like they love me, I would, in the back of my mind, go, I don't know why, but this person likes you. So that, was, that had been, been the story is that, Jason, you are someone that is unlovely. You're a con artist. You're not real. You're not genuine. You're a big fake. The only reason why you're nice to people is when you want something from them. And by the way, I don't know why anyone would ever love you. That was the story of Jason. And then I decided to change that script and realize that's not the truth. I decided to let, I wrote the story. I knew that's not who I was. 
Just because others had written that story didn't mean I had to accept that script. So I wadded it up, I threw it away, and I decided to start writing my own story, which was this. I'm no better than anyone, but I'm just as good as everyone. I want nothing from anyone, but I will do anything I can to help someone with a pure heart, with full of gratitude. And I started just thinking about what qualities would I want to build in myself. I will be someone who can forgive. I don't have to be bitter. I decided to write my own script and go into that unknown journey. And now I've come back on the other side of it to be able to be on the other side of this microphone and tell you that what I learned is that you can really have a lot to do with the story that you're writing, the story that you're living. You're living a story. You just have to decide, are you going to live your story or are you going to live someone else's? Are you going to put the actor in your place that someone has written for you and just accept that? Or are you going to pull a Sylvester Stallone and go, yeah, no, this is my life. This is my story. Either I play it and I write the main character the way I want him or her to be, or there is no story. When you take that kind of control of your life, everything changes. Everything changes. Because then you start to not just live out the adjectives that you're a con artist, you're a liar, you're less than, but you start to say, no, this character that is me, this is a character that shows up ready. This is a character that loves big. This is a character that doesn't put up walls. This is a character that forgives quickly. This is a character that is full of gratitude. This is a character that thanks people, that loves people, that this is a character that works harder than the rest. This is a person that shows up every single day with vigor and energy, ready to find his purpose in this life and make the most of it. That's who this character is. That's what this character's like. And by the way, this character is me. I'm the hero on this journey. All right, go write your script. Don't let someone else write it for you. And when you're doing it, don't worry about having to do some rewrites. Everybody does it. After all, it's not that we've gotten there. We're just on a roll. We're just on a mission to improve. Always in always. I'm Jason, and I'm out.